Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily. Pay no attention to your screen. It is not screencast. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside on Tuesday, July 5th. 2022 a widow wednesday on a tuesday it's the rogue one at gary widow i um i have a formal request to submit i have a new nickname now it's no longer the rogue one okay what is it and we've got snowbike mike in the chat here i'll tell you why i'm now the infallible the infallible i don't know if the i like infallible. that like mike why is gary with uh, infallible mike, i need you to write that down greg that's his new nickname separately and coincidentally both became members of the infallible club over the holiday weekend isn't that right, Mike? That means we're untouchable, Greg Miller. Untouchable, untouchable. ungrabbable. Untouchable. Some jelly beans would say that in the that's arena. The means, yeah, that's what it means is Mike and I both separately. Guys? We both separately unlocked the hardest achievement in Fall Guys, no. arguably the hardest achievement in video gaming. Win five shows in a row. We both did it over the holiday weekend. In Gary, you did it too? Let them know, Greg, Gary. Witta. Let's break this down for you, Greg Miller. There's been over 20 million players to play Fall Guys. Mm-hmm. Less than 1% of players. It's like what? Zero? It's like 0.9% or something have it? Are we the greatest of all time? Some I mean, would say that. Some would say that. It's incredible. We both did it in different ways, but we got it done. How did I don't. So did, were you streaming together and this happened? No, this was separately individually. My, I was going to, so Mike was going to try and do it on, uh, what was it? The Friday. Yep. Uh-huh. I wasn't available because that was my daughter's birthday. So we had my daughter's birthday party, oh, but Mike went and got birthday. infallible with his, with his elite squad. And then what was it yesterday or the day before? I think the day before I went in and got it five wins in a row. I got it with, uh, with Adam, who I sometimes play with five wins in a row. Almost, imp- I, I've been saying for years. I felt like that that achievement's ridiculous. Three wins in a row it's, it's in a terrible, four guys it's is, is is something to crow. They they want five for the infallible achievement, but we both unlocked it over I mean, the weekend. I, honestly, I've never felt better about myself. As did a they game. do something with bots? Do you think is it something they were just giving it out over the weekend? That was all their thing. Well, why, why 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 would you even put that out yeah, there? Why would there's you? There's no bots that? in here. This well, is I, the I, most I, competitive video game in all of video games right now. I'm not. I don't get. I'm sorry. Do you yeah, have the competition, be, in fact, has never been fiercer. I'm just asking because it seems crazy that out of the blue, you both got it on the same weekend. It I mean, it is. I mean, it is a big coincidence, spots. but we both decided to go for it, and we got it. So I've jotted it down here, Gary. Do you want to be? So it's Gary, the infallible one, Witta, infallible Gary Witta, like insinkable Molly Brown. I'm thinking, ju- I'm thinking just. I'm just the uh, like the infallible Gary Witta. I kind of okay. like that. Okay. Kind of okay. sounds like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, or you sure. know, sure. I'm writing it down mm. so I don't get it wrong. Sorry. Mm. Okay. Okay. The infallible I'll take, I'll take either way. I'll take it either way. Okay. Uh, Kevin, can you hit the intro again? Oh, we're going to go again? Okay. No, I appreciate that. Thanks, Greg. I was going to wait. I was happy to wait till next week, but God, let's, let's go again. I just deleted that button. God damn. Literally on Friday. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Hold on. Let's see. What if we go? 
No, I can't. Okay. Can you just do the like just do the you just do the sound effect for the intro? Do 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 do. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. A winner Wednesday on a Tuesday. I'm Greg Miller alongside my friend, the infallible Gary Witta. Thank you, Greg. How are you, sir? This this fine Tuesday after post-holiday weekend. I'm excellent. I'm excited that you got this infallible uh, achievement slash trophy over in Mike. Uh, like I said, Mike too. We were going to get to get it together. We were going to get it together, but we couldn't get it together. Literally, we couldn't play sure. both at the same time, but we went and got it on our own. Uh, both in our both in our own ways, and sure. uh, it was remarkable. It really, it really Talk to was. Me right now, how sweaty were your palms when you were on? Oh that, my god, that fifth one. And on that on that fifth on that fifth go, because I was convinced that like you know the fifth game is the one where you lose it and you've got to start all over again. Of course, we got we got it done. How about you, Mike? What was your experience like getting it? Oh my gosh, trying just to get to four is a big deal, Gary Witta. So oh my, my palms god. are sweaty from three onward and i'm so happy we knocked it out together gary even though it wasn't together but it's still together but it still feels right that we did it like within 24 hours of one another i'm excited for you both now do i have to do i have to change mics do i have to call mike something different what do you usually call mike i call him the master of hype snowbike mike he's still the master of hype i like okay that. cool well, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the hype in video games. Right now, we have to talk about the fact that Ubisoft has a whole bunch up its sleeve and it's getting ready to blast it all over your face. Destiny's getting a mobile game, maybe? Uh. And Lollipop Chainsaw is back. We'll talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you know about. If you like that, be part of the show over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in with your questions, comments, concerns about the daily news. You can get the show ad free you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday of course you could also get a bevy of other benefits for all our games content including the games cast that's right you can watch us record it live this afternoon and get ready for another episode of bless who as the post show however if you have no bucks to toss our way don't worry there are a number of free ways to support kind of funny of course maybe the easiest is using the epic creator code kind of funny when you're buying stuff on the epic game store or when you're playing that there Fortnite or fall guys right no, Rocket League. I think Fall Guys hasn't instituted yet. Doesn't matter. You can enter the epic creator code kind of funny so that whenever you buy some of that there merch, you can get some uh, bucks tossed our way. And it doesn't cost you anything. And Epic's just giving us money and saying, hey, thanks for using our code kind of funny. So use the epic creator code kind of funny and it'll all be good. Um, I have what might be breaking news. It might be a rumor. I don't know. Mike, what do I say about the Fall Guys item shops? You say it's trash and they need to be elevated because there's no jelly bean costume that you would ever be caught dead in. Correct. A lot of dog water costumes on that store. But Charles Jacobson in the chat, who I do trust, not implicitly, but I do trust, has given me a tweet here from FG Pancake, who's the Fall Guys leak and info person. It says, some new collabs for Fall Guys. Fatal Fury, WWE, Masters of the Universe. No images, just sound effects, names. Collabs are Terry Bogard, Xavier Woods, and Skeletor. Fall guys, I take it back, Mike, and we're on the right track. Let's fucking go. That would be super dope. So, what, do, so that means you're, you're probably gonna, gonna get oh, you know, man at arms would be perfect for a fall guys bane. For sure, for sure. Man at arms. Uh, 
Other free ways to support this show, of course, you can be watching live as we record it on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you Kevin, I didn't hyperlink this, but Barrett put it in earlier. Uh, the merch of the month on kindoffunny.com slash store is live today. It is the Tropical Collection. That's right. We have a brand new line of clothes, kindoffunny.com slash store right now, designed by Nick at Campfire Devon Design Studio, as always. Uh, Nick at Campfire Design Studio, killing it out there, killing the game. Summer, what do you got, like a summer collection? Yeah, look at that. It's tropical, see? Oh, yeah, look at that. It's like some Tommy Bahama kind of shit. Oh, we like some Frisbees, too? Ooh. You like that? The ah. bee. Ooh. Mike, get me the bee. You got it. We have to- matching well, towels. Be- I got to get a bit. Can I get a beach towel? Yeah. You can get it. Kind of funny. I'm store. buying a beach towel today, y'all. I'm swiping my card. What is that shirt? What is that like plaid shirt you got there? That's Let's all. The, that's a. It's a plaid shirt with all the kind look of funny. Look at that. Logos. That's like a. That's actually gonna actually like a classy item. Well, it's made. When well, you get zoom in on it, it's got the kind of funny logos as the faces. Oh, so this is as far as shit. Zoom in. That's fine. But it's, it's, you know, it's a trick of the eye. Uh, also, you scrolled there over the Porty hat. Uh, the Portillo hat will look be released on Friday Hold the 15th, on, apparently. Oh, I got to get that. There you go. Which one? This one? The, the Porty hat and the other one. Oh, the hat? I want the I'm shirt and I want the right beach now. towel. Gary, I want you to go to kindoffunny.com slash store and make a little yeah. shopping list and send it my way. And maybe Santa can get you I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to send you a little little wish list because this, this, this is some good shit. We've been, we I mean, we, I don't, again, I don't know if you crop. know this. We've really been trying this year with the kind of funny merch of the month club. Of course, kind of funny.com slash store. We try to add something uh, new every month now. We've been uh, out there. And again, uh, all the praise in the world to Nick at Campfire Design. You know, Campfire Design, of course, they, uh, Nick, uh, is the one who made up the old uh, Wild Aces logo when we had a football team. Uh, and of course, been doing a million different things with us. Just fantastic stuff over there. And yeah, I've been killing it with our look book and making stuff for it. And we love you, Nick. Thank you so much. We love you, Nick at Campfire Design. That Nick Scarpino. Scum of the earth. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> uh, if the merch isn't your thing, you can go check out the Outriders World Slayer uh, video we put up on youtube.com slash kind of funny plays. It's me, Mike, and Bless playing Outriders World Slayer as a sponsored video uh, for three hours. It's our stream from Friday when we went through and we beat the hell out of that World Slayer, Mike. We beat the hell out of it, Gary. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Fargo Brady. Today we're brought to you by Chime and Shopify, but we'll tell you about that later. For now... Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Eight items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. You will finally see Skull and Bones from Ubisoft Thursday, but... You're also getting a multi-game showcase in September. We turn our attention to the Ubisoft blog where Yousef McGee, friend of the show, writes, Ubisoft Forward is back, this time with two events showcasing never-before-seen news, gameplay reveals, and more. Happening on July 7th, that's Thursday, 11 a.m. Pacific. Yes, we'll be live reacting. The very first Ubisoft Forward Spotlight on Skull and Bones will provide an in-depth look at the upcoming open-world multiplayer pirate game inspired by the Indian Ocean during the Golden Age of Piracy. So get ready to set sail and tune in for the Ubisoft Forward Spotlight on Skull and Bones on YouTube or Twitch. Just watch it on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygameswithus later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays. Uh, then on September 10th at noon Pacific, 
Ubisoft Forward returns in full force, ready to reveal updates and news on multiple games and projects from Ubisoft teams around the world. Ubisoft Forward will broadcast on YouTube, Twitch, and on our official website. You can go to Ubisoft.com slash forward on September 10th to watch. But again, why would you do that? Kind of funny. We'll be reacting. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, we'll have more to share about Ubisoft Forward when, or as we get closer to the event. So be sure to keep an eye on Ubisoft News for the latest updates. Again, fuck that. Just watch games daily every day. We tell you about it when it happens. Gary, Skull and Bones. Let's start there. Thursday, it's imminent. 10, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Are you at all even a little bit interested in Skull and Bones? This is the pirate game that was getting like kind of delayed to an almost it's been in development degree, right? Like, is this game ever coming out? So yeah. it's coming out. Is that the vibe now that yeah. we get? Oh well, yeah. It? I mean, they're not doing this thing to announce it's dead. I mean, I, I mean, who knows? Who's Ubisoft? That would be bold. Happen. I would. <laughs> If you be, like, you tune like in for the gameplay review, here's what it looked like, and it sucked. We oh, stopped. Wouldn't that be guys, so cool done. if they had, if they had, like, we're killing like dead game reveals that were as like big as the initial reveal. Like Square Enix do a big do a big event, and they've all celebrities come out and like announce that the Avengers is dead. Can you imagine? That'd yeah, be hilarious. No, I, mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, to the point, if you're uh, a youngin and just joining us, remember, Skull we can all, Bones, we can all move was on. Was inspired by Black Flag. This is a game that's been in development since 2013. It has, yeah, you know, we've, uh, Kotaku's reported on it a bunch, uh, multiple changes have happened, all sorts of stuff. We will see what happens with this one, but Gary, do you, is a pirate's life for you? Is this something you'd be interested in? I mean, potentially, I mean, you know, Sea of Thieves has been out there for a long time, and I, I kind of like have, have kind of circled it a number of times and never quite jumped in. I don't know how different, I, you know, just because they're two pirates games, I mean, they're, they're similar kinds of games at all. This could be a very different experience, but I am interested to see what it is, especially since it has, you know, attained this legendary status as a, a game that kind of felt like it was never going to come out. Mm. But I am, I, I'm also interested just for a general, you know, it does feel like time for a big Ubisoft, um, you know, reveal drop, right? Because they weren't part of the big key three. Sure. Usually, usually back in the days of E3, right? Ubisoft was like one of the, was one of the pillars of it. Aisha and Tyler now, out there on stage talking about Girlwood. Yeah, I never forget. That's right. And all kinds of other celebrities. Well, Jamie Kennedy wasn't he, was, wasn't Ubisoft, was he? Remember that train wreck? I don't think he that was. That was bad. Yeah. Ubisoft, no, Ubisoft has, has had a reputation for doing like really bad train wreck E3 presentations over the years. They had Mr. Caffeine. That was their, that was when oh, they really God, don't even, don't remind me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, because we had, because we had this like general weird, like fragmented kind of E3, but not summer season recently. Um, I guess I, I guess it, I, I guess it kind of like slipped my mind that Ubisoft weren't a part of that. The way you would usually expect Ubisoft to be part of a big, you know, summer E3 week. Um, I guess we're getting it now, right? This is the kind of the belated. The September summer. thing definitely sounds like they're normal. What you'd see uh, right. elsewhere. But before we jump to that, Skull and Bones, Snowbike Mike. While I have you, of course, you and me have sailed the seven seas in uh, 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 Sea of Thieves. Does this do anything? A Skull and Bones? You imagine something that looks more like a. You know, Sea of Thieves, obviously, a cartoony, fun one. This one you're imagining is going to look like an Assassin's Creed focus on being a pirate. Does that do something for you? Yeah, it does, Greg. It's interesting you bring that up and bring me into the conversation because I was going to have you reread that initial tagline, right? Open world multiplayer game. This is not what I expected when we first saw Skull and Bones way back in the day. If you remember, we all thought we were only going to be on the boat. Then they were yeah, like, you were the boat, nobody remember? actually wants to be the boat. That's a dumb idea. Our bad. And they went back to the drawing board. So... The idea of multiplayer really enhances the fun for me. And if it is something similar to Black Flag where we get the combat mixed with the boats, I think that could be a really great way to kind of seize 
the fun of Sea of Thieves, but kind of elevated with that own Ubisoft touch, which would actually bring me in. So I, I am very interested in this. Ladies and gentlemen, a wild Sad Boy Everyone's Barrett has showing up. Look at appeared. This. Uh, Sad Boy Barrett, of course, a huge Assassin's Creed fan. He did Assassin's Creed in review here on Kind of Funny. Barrett, where are you thinking on this? What are you feeling on the Skull and Bows business? Uh, it, it's interesting, you know, like Mike was saying uh, when they originally revealed it of like, you're the boat this time. Uh, we, we're doing Black Flag, but like, you're just, you're the boat. You don't get to walk around. You don't get to do all this uh, other stuff that also made uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag as a whole really cool. Yeah. Um, but now to hear like this multiplayer stuff like that and kind of see slowly the direction that Ubisoft has been going in of like uh, more live service stuff, especially with the idea of Assassin's Creed. Um, what like infinite or whatever they're doing um i don't know like is this gonna be very different from uh sea of thieves you know and and it's like because they're trying to like lean more into to multiplayer we'll have to wait on thursday to wait until thursday to actually see what it looks like but like is it gonna offer anything that sea of thieves isn't offering right now someone uh i think madognik 96 in the chat was joking of like what's the over under of this getting uh what was it uh one piece collab and it's like definitely not this game but i could see sea of thieves doing that you know like that's where you go to get like all the the fun piratey stuff that they've been slowly building up uh for the yeah and they did that big pirates of the caribbean collab didn't they yeah Yeah. exactly and it's it's just one of the things that leaves me like wondering because this game has been in weird development hell for the last nine years because they don't know what it what they wanted it to be and then they revealed it and then everybody was like no definitely not this and they're like oh sorry uh we'll go disappear for a couple of years It, it just leaves me to wonder like why they haven't walked away from this so it'll we'll we'll see on thursday like what what they got the show but i'm not feeling not feeling confident about it as a, a fan of uh ac black flag and just pirate stuff in general i love pirate stuff see my so. thing about it is obviously i'm a big assassin's creed fan and so when you start talking about like okay what what i assume is going to be this open world yeah open world multiplayer pirate game blah blah, blah. You, if it's got its uh you know ancestry and dna of assassin's creed black flag on it right uh I, I loved uh, Black Flag, uh, played a whole bunch of it, you know, but the problem is I don't like the piratey part of it. Like, I don't like the boats, even like when we're talking about Odyssey or when we're talking about like more Odyssey, I guess, than Valhalla because you have the, the canoe or whatever and get from where you're going, where you're going. But in Odyssey, like you, there was so much of building the ship and then there was ship to ship combat. And outside mm. of like when I absolutely had to, and I forget if I had to for the platinum, I never did that shit. Like, I hate that shit. So it's like, I'm, what I'm worried about this is that I'm going to watch this and it's going to be like everything the pirate is doing, I'm super into, but I do not want to be out there doing this. I, you know, uh, Mike, when we played Sea of Thieves and I was having a great time, there was that one day where you couldn't log on. So I jumped on and I went and got my treasure chest. And then what happened? I got fucking blown away coming into port, destroyed by another pirate. Like that shit sucks. Like, is that is that going to be in here too? Where it's like, it's a multiplayer. So I'm coming back and I'm going to, I have to engage with these morons to fight them. I don't want to do that. Can I just toggle it to where I don't want to fight anybody and I just want to play the game PVE? We'll find You're out. You're 100% going to get griefed nonstop. I don't want to get griefed. They're going to get kids that are going to be really good and they're going to dominate you. That's how this game goes. How is that different than any game, though, that you play online? Mm, getting it's griefed. I mean, just well, getting in, dominated in a, in a by game like Avengers when I play with, you yeah. know, online, I'm just playing with my friends against the environment. I don't have to worry about the PVP part of it. Just PVE, PVE, even in DC Universe Online, I could you know I could toggle off PVE uh, enough to worry about uh, it. Uh, uh. The last thing, uh, uh, do we know if it's multiplayer only, Greg? Is that what it said in the the little? No, what it there? says here is on Skull and Bone. Oh, Spotlight on Skull and Bones will provide an in depth look at the upcoming open world multiplayer pirate game inspired by the mm. Indian Ocean. Hmm. 
Hmm. Inspired by what? The Indian Ocean? The Indian Ocean during the Golden Age of Piracy. Mm. Okay. I just trailed off there. It's inspired by the body of water. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say. It'll be cool if there is like a like a curated like uh, like story side of it as well, Uh, especially if um, uh, with like Sea of Thieves. I remember that launching like kind of bare bones. So if there's a little bit more of like uh, something that is a little more uh, on the side of Black Flag, where you're actually going and like uh, being told the story of uh, pirates and stuff like that. Like I'm into it, and maybe we'll just do that and ignore the multiplayer stuff. But we'll again, we'll have to wait to see on Thursday. Barrett, hang out with us a second, because, yeah, we got the September 10th business Ooh, to talk about. Again, remember, this is going to be in full force. Reveal updates and news on multiple game projects Ubisoft around the world. Of course, today that means that everybody's asking, what will those games be? And Jake Bakes Cakes writes into patreon.com slash games, just like you can. It says, good morning, Greg and Gary. Ubisoft will have some news in the relative future, and I have some questions for both of you. Greg, what can the rumored Assassin's Creed Rift do to get you excited to hop back into the franchise? Uh, if you all forgot, ladies and gentlemen, we go to Bloomberg, where in February, Jason Schreier wrote, Ubisoft Entertainment has turned an Assassin's Creed expansion into a standalone game to help fill out its thin release schedule, according mm. to people familiar with the project. The game, codenamed Rift, uh, was originally planned as an expansion for 2020's Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but morphed into a full game late last year, said the people, speaking anonymously because they weren't authorized to talk to the media. It will star Basim, uh, Basim, uh, a popular Assassin's character from Valhalla, and will be smaller in scope than recent games in the series, the people said. The game won't be a massive open-world role-playing game like previous recent entries, focusing instead more on stealth gameplay, and is planned for later this year or... 2023 so you would think that the september thing with multiple games would in fact touch on this and your question jake uh obviously you get me excited to hop back in i'm always excited for a new assassin's creed right i've put in valhalla something like 70 some hours now obviously odyssey i adored and continue to go back to to this day uh this sounds like it would fit the bill for me something i'd be excited to play i would want a smaller experience i that was my problem with valhalla is it just goes and goes and goes and i it's just too much being able i don't care i'd prefer a smaller focus thing and to get back to stealthing around would be pretty cool barrett you're the assassin's creed in review man what do you say uh this sounds really exciting uh unlike uh, a lot of our chat right now i really liked Bassum. i think assassin's creed has like a very um big uh antagonist problem when it comes to their games like a lot of them are just very uh forgetful when you're uh, playing through the games but i really liked him like uh, there there isn't like a super like clear antagonist but he is definitely the most clear one in ac uh valhalla and um the way that they like kind of leave his story off at the the end of that game i was like yeah i want more of him i want more of this story and, and see where that goes uh and see what they can play around with and if they're doing that with a more like linear focused uh, like stealth game, like hell yeah, I'm really into that. My my question though is is like I wonder if this is them trying to be like, ah, should we bring Assassin's Creed back to its roots? Well, let's test it out with a game that kind of requires you to uh, play this like 130 hour open world RPG to really understand uh, where it's starting out at uh, ah. with this like very specific character and stuff like that. And if it fails, then that's the the proof to us that, you know, no one wants to uh, stealth gameplay. I don't think you'll and not because of the level of entry this. that people are going to have to have. Ah. Um, nah, we'll, we'll see. But if you want to, if you want AC to go back to its roots, maybe, uh, maybe pick up the skin gary jake continues and says gary you aren't typically a ubisoft super fan what can this september showcase do to get you excited 
I don't think that's necessarily true about being a Ubisoft super. I mean, I'm, I guess it's true. I'm not an Ubisoft super fan, but nor am I, you know, anti Ubisoft in any way. As you know, I love the Division games. Love yeah, them. Those are some of my yeah, favorite games do, Gary. the past 10 years. Love the Division. Love the Division 2. Really, really, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen at this point, but would, would love a Division 3. And I'd like kind of wish it, that the Division had had enough success to kind of Gary, elevate this it to that top tier Far Cry Gary, Assassin's Creed. That's what I want. I want the division to like keep going. I love the division. The division Heartland. Where the fuck is the division Heartland? That was something that, you know, they, they soft announced last year. Instead, we find out more about that year. I mean, we never did. Didn't they move the most of the right. devs onto that Star Wars game? That was the problem, yeah, right? Yeah, no, that, well, yeah, that, Heartland wasn't being made by Massive. Let me bring that up for who it was on that. But that's the thing is like the core, the team that made like the core games, Division and Division Two, they've all gone to a galaxy far, far away. So I don't think yeah, we're going to see. Red Storm Entertainment like, is the one making Heartland. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see a Division Three. Well, but if what if Heartlands Heartland Heartland? Listen, my look, listen, my wife loves listen. Assassin's Creed, and what's important yeah. to her is important to me. So sure. I like to keep an eye on the Assassin's Creed uh franchise i don't know what's exactly happening with it this rift game seems a bit like okay like it feels like a valhalla dlc but it stands on its own i'm not quite sure what they're going for with that but we'll we'll find out i'm i'm interested for whatever the next i'm always interested to see like what's the next time frame like where are they going next in assassin's sure. creed you know people want to like you know feudal japan you know we've talked about this or still kind of interesting places that they can go, but I don't know if, I don't know, are we even, what do we know currently? Are they, is there even going to be like another regular big giant sprawling mainline Assassin's Creed game? Or are they just going to go straight they, to Infinity? What are they doing? They talked about Infinity, yeah, right? That's what they called it or whatever. The one that was maybe a live service that they were going to try out and do all this different stuff, but we haven't heard an update on what exactly is going on with that. So we'll find out as we and get there. Specifically, hopefully we'll get some clarity on that. Uh, specifically with uh, Rift and uh, thinking about where uh, Bassam, like was left off, I could imagine that Rift is going to be, you're going to several different um, time periods, especially with like the, the tech that they have and like the modern assassin. You think like, Rift era. is and not the other game, the platform thing they talk oh, about? I, I, I think both can be, but I think like, especially because it's called Rift, like, I, you know, like I, I just think of, uh, like rifting through time and stuff like that, uh, you know, Ratchet and Clank uh, rift apart and stuff like that. Maybe I'm uh, pulling the wrong like uh, interpretation from that word, but um, I could see it like a Bassum kind of like exploring specific um, parts of history uh, for the assassins to to figure out like you know where this uh, next piece of Eden imagine is imagine an Assassin's Creed game that let you seamlessly jump between different time periods the way you can through the rifts in Ratchet and Clank. That would be really cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Mike, you're here, and you always like the weird and wacky. What do you want from this Ubisoft September showcase? Greg Miller, thank you so much for bringing me in. Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Rift this, Rift that. I'm looking for Tom Clancy's ex-defiant, Greg Miller, because, okay. as we know, Ubisoft right now currently on a flop situation over here. I'm looking at you, Hyperscape. I'm looking at you, Roller Champions. You don't seem to have the je ne sais quoi and the energy hey. that a lot of people were hoping that you were going to have. And then, of course, I look over at this Tom Clancy's ex-defiant, right? Like, I don't know about this one, Greg, and I don't know if that's going to be big or not, but you got to believe that they're going to show this one and have some sort of hype and some sort of sizzle that people will probably either get excited about or question why are we doing this, but they're definitely jumping on the wave that is currently the Valorant, the Overwatch team-based hero shooter game genre. So I do look forward to seeing that. I mean, my wish, Greg, is we would go back to Rainbow Six Siege. 
one of their best and probably get in there and maybe make a Vegas, Vegas two, Vegas three would be nice. You know what I mean? And let's see how they could elevate that. But Rainbow Six Siege will definitely be there because they're just adding content to that game. And then finally, like, what's up with the Rabbids? You know what I mean, Greg? Like, let's get real <laughs> about we this. We know like, what the Rabbids are. We know what the Rabbids are. There's maybe. that party Rabbids. game. There's the Mario. Rabbids are, are, are not fucking getting. Unfortunately, the Rabbids are not going anywhere. They're fucking here to stay. They're the greatest. What's so. up with the Rabbids? Like, we haven't heard from them in like 10 <laughs> oh years. God. Get out of here, Mike. I, I, lo- I long for a day when we could too. say what's up with the Rabbids because we haven't heard from them in a long time. Can't yeah, Beyond Good and Evil point. 2 is a great pull right there. But yeah, I mean, I just think of like some of the classics that they've had, like I bring up uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. I would love to see oh. them go on to that. I know Siege is the hot thing, but like Vegas would be cool. Would love Raw to go back would to be Vegas. great. Um, what are we going to do with, of course, Ghost Recon Wildlands? And of course, if you remember that, right, it was a fun time before they went with Breakpoint. Do you ever bring that back? Or we just, do we have the Ubisoft open world syndrome where nobody wants that? And there's probably a super low chance we ever get a game like that again. Because Wildlands, a ton of fun. It was wacky wild. And then you went to Breakpoint. They went more kind of traditional simulation, militaristic, and it just didn't feel as good. I wonder what they'll do with that one, if we'll ever see well, that. Well, you don't have to when wonder, you think about it, the, Tom, the whole Tom Clancy brand, which has been such a big part of Ubisoft over the last you know decade more, um, is in kind of a weird place, right? Rainbow Six Siege obviously still going strong, probably the most popular Tom Clancy game they've ever done. Um, but you know, it's showing it's it's showing its age. Is there is there a Siege 2? Is it is there something in the core kind of Tom Clancy Rainbow Six franchise? Like what's the next step there? Splinter Cell, we don't know what's going on. Ghost Recon to Mike's point, the most recent game, I think it was Wildlands, was not well received at all. They started fucking around with NFTs. That was a big shit show. They took Tom Clancy's name off of X Defiant. It's just X Defiant now. So, and again, we don't think there's going to be a new division game anytime soon. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. I feel like Tom, like Tom Clancy, we need some big news out of Tom Clancy's grave. Like what is what is going on? Uh, just leave him in his grave. That's what, that's what uh, while we've been going or whatever, uh, Steve Totillo, of course, over at Axios had tweeted, for those wondering, Ubisoft mentioned Beyond Good and Evil 2 today during the Q&A of its annual meeting. Parentheses, no surprises, all resolutions passed. The company included it in a list of announced projects that are in active development. So I now go to this. Uh, he links then to the PDF from this thing. It is in French, but I can read the titles here at the bottom up for you that I think you can then start you know, drawing conclusions of. If You know, you know what? Clear your mind. Gary, I'm going to read the names. You tell me if we're going to see him at Ubisoft Forward in September. Okay? On. Pop quiz. Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Yeah, you'll see that. Hell yeah. Skull and Bones, that doesn't count because we're going to see it tomorrow. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. Unfortunately, I think you'll see that. <laughs> Roller Champions. What? Wait. <laughs> Do we not like Mario plus rabbits? Because Mario like plus rabbits is a I, really, really good game. game. I'm again, it's my, it's not my. Personally, I, I don't personally enjoy those kind of. T- you know, I've got two squares. I'm going to move over and hide behind this thing over got here, it, and then got uh, it, got that's it. not my style. XCOM, and I don't really like any of those kind of games. Plus, I hate, I fucking hate the rabbits. I've said before, Mario yeah, should not worse, be. You know? Mario should yeah. not be fucking slumming it okay, with well, the rabbits. Okay, what okay. the fuck is he it's, even it's thinking? It's a sacrifice we make to uh, play a really fun XCOM Mario game. Okay. I can just imagine like Mario like waking up like uh, like uh, on an all night after an all night bender like waking up sure. going oh what the fuck did I do last night and then it rolls over and there's a rabbit in bed with him he's like oh fuck like that's that's the vibe I get from those I don't know how Nintendo ever allowed that like Money. Mario is like S tier rabbits are like so fucking many levels below him. 
he should not be fucking around with rabbits. He should only be hanging out with other S-tier game mascots. What the fucking rabbits? We're moving on! Roller champions. Yeah, you'll see something there, right, Gary? They're going to shove that down your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars? Too early. I don't think you'll see anything on that. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Who the fuck knows what's going on with that? I have no idea. <laughs> Remakes of uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, and Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. No, I said well, Sands of Time got delayed, right? I don't think you'll see anything on that. Oh, yeah, Splinter Cell, no. Punted into the moon. I don't think you'll see anything on that either. And then again, that's there's a period there, and then it's Ilya engagement the projects future. Okay, so the future projects for Mar, Mar Okay, future projects for marquee uh, titles with new entries in Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, Tom Clancy's uh, Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy's The Division, and new investments in free to play like X Defiant, uh, Rainbow Six Mobile, The Division Mobile, The Division Heartland, and Ghost Recon Frontline. So that, and again, this isn't what you're going to see in September. This is what they're mm -hmm. saying of still what's in development. And hey, shout out to Babel, one of our sponsors, for helping me read all that. So there you go. <laughs> wow, look at you. You know what I mean, guys? French. <laughs> you're so talented. I know I am. I'm having a great time. I'm glad everybody's what's here. What's going this on with that? Didn't Rabbids just put out a party game as well? Yes, they did. Yeah, and Mike asks where the Rabbids at. Get Where's here, more man. rabbits, baby? Put them in there. Who asked? The rabbits are the, are the answer to a question no one asked. <laughs> in a quick one, this is number two on the Rope Report. Speaking of Ubisoft, uh, they're shutting some stuff down. This is Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. Uh, Ubisoft is set to shut down multiplayer and online services for 15 games on September 1st, 2022, including five Assassin's Creed games, Far Cry 3, Splinter Cell Blacklist, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, and more. For games like Assassin's Creed 3, 2012 release, and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, uh, the installation of access, of access to DLC will be unavailable on that date. Quote, closing the online services for some older games allows us to focus on or focus our resources on de delivering great experiences for players who are playing newer or more popular titles ubisoft wrote on a support page i didn't go into the weeds on it it's all the old pc and ps3 games pretty much uh they called that in the article eventually that like the remakes that have come out of some of these games they're fine don't worry about it it's just the original classic so the price of doing business in the digital era and having servers and all that jazz but you can check it out anywhere you want because i was making the rounds but i digress number three on the roper report and this is for you, Snowbike Mike. This is why we brought you here. Michael Jordan is coming to NBA 2K23. The go to GameSpot. And uh, Kevin, can you do me a favor? I, I, when I copy and paste this one in here, I didn't credit the author. Can you go to GameSpot and find out who wrote this article for me? Uh, iconic basketball player and legendary athlete Michael Jordan will be featured on the cover of NBA 2K23's Michael Jordan Edition and Championship Edition, 2K Sports has announced. The game's release date, September 9th, will also uh, confirmed in the announcements today. Jordan is a 14-time NBA All-Star, a five-time MVP, and six-time champion. He was inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame in 2009. This is the fourth time Jordan is on the cover of an NBA 2K game, following NBA 2K11, NBA 2K12, and NBA 2K16 Special Edition. 2K Sports also revealed that NBA 2K23 will feature a completely rebuilt version of NBA 2K11's Jordan Challenges that had players trying to recreate, uh, vis or visually recreate Jordan's real-life feats. One of these was a challenge to score at least 38 points and grab 7-plus rebounds like Jordan himself did in June 1997 during his memorable flu game when a sick Jordan still put up big numbers and drained the winning basket in the NBA Finals. 
In NBA 2K23, there will, there will be 15 Jordan challenges. All 10 from uh, NBA 2K11 are being completely rebuilt for NBA 2K23 alongside five new ones. Additionally, 2K confirmed uh, that the championship edition will include a 12-month subscription to NBA League Pass, which normally starts at $15 a month. Pricing for the championship edition has not been announced yet, but pre-orders open July 7th, so we'll learn more soon. Uh, NBA 2K23 will have multiple cover stars, the company confirmed, and they will be revealed in the next two days when pre-orders go live on July 7th. So you can expect additional reveals to come in the future. Uh, additionally, 2K and developer visual concepts are gearing up to reveal the first gameplay footage and more for the upcoming professional basketball game. Snow, Bike, Mike, how hyped are you? Greg Miller, I am super hyped. Of course, MJ is the GOAT, and it's a big deal whenever you put Jordan on the cover, right? He's one of the greatest of all time, and for him to grace a cover right now for the new generations of basketball players and the new kids that are playing NBA 2K is always a big deal. And I think Greg, there's a couple things to talk about, so I'll, I'll try to keep it brief, but I'll jump into everything that I can here. Sure. Of course, after Steph Curry's incredible run with the Golden State Warriors, you thought for sure, man, Curry should be on there, right? He just won another uh, NBA Finals, he got the NBA Finals MVP. I thought this was his year to grace the cover. Then you think, well, maybe we shine a star on some of the younger players, right? Let's go out there and put Devin Booker on the cover. But really, it is NBA 2K23. So, of course, you got to put the big 2-3 on there. So, I love seeing Michael Jordan on there. And I think the big one that I bring up again is the coolest part about these sports games is you can kind of teach the younger generation again, right? And having those Jordan historical moments where people can play those big moments and maybe you can splice in some old game footage or maybe even get some of the historic um, like behind the scenes footage would be really great because I think showing people the big moments and showing why this player is so special to kids that didn't get to watch him in the 90s is a really big deal. And of course, Jordan is iconic. He is basketball he doesn't like those kids, Greg, so that is a little iffy for me because he usually says F those kids. He does but, say that. But um, I, I am really pleased about this. I love the two different covers. And one thing that I do want to circle, I know I'm going to get into the gameplay of microtransactions in a moment. I'm going to bash 2K in just a second. But I do want to give them a big shout-out right here. Additionally, 2K confirmed that Championship Edition will include a 12-month subscription to NBA League Pass. That's dope, Greg Miller. I think yeah. that's really, really cool. That's something... I pay out of pocket for every single year is to have NBA League Pass. And I think League Pass is one of the coolest things in basketball right now for entertainment-wise to be able to watch your favorite team or to watch all of the teams all the time. To have a 12-month subscription for buying that championship edition, I think that's wicked cool. And that's an awesome partnership that I think we talk about a lot with Xbox Game Pass and what they do with Netflix, Hulu, Crunchyroll, and different anime stuff. To see 2K do that, I think that's pretty wicked awesome. Of course, the price will be the judge of that because NBA League Pass is already kind of pricey if you look at a 12-month subscription. So what does that really look like? But if you keep that under 100 bucks, yeah, I mean, that's a, a really epic thing. But you I can see can, that coming I think it's going to be one of those uh, outrageous ones. I bet you that's 120. I mean, yeah. usually every single year, Greg, there's a hundred dollar edition, and that's to get a bunch of like VC and my player points so you can buy gear, upgrade your character. So like 120 with League Pass is probably where they're gonna land, I bet. But if you get that under a hundred, I would be looking around going, that's a pretty good deal right there. And so okay. that leads me to the microtransactions and what this game looks like. I know we're gonna learn more, which I'm very excited about, but 
you know, you can't look at the future without looking at the past. And that is where NBA 2K has a blemish in my book. And that is just the awful microtransactions that they do, right? Like you cannot play this game without having to dive into your wallet to actually compete. If you jump into the park, if you go in as a 65 overall looking like a UPS driver, you're going to get dunked on. You're never going to have a good time. And they very much incentivize you and if not force you to upgrade your character by spending hundreds of dollars on your NBA 2K build. And then the worst part is, is the meta shifts all the time. And so you're locked into a character. You cannot take that money that you put into that character and put it into a new one. So the moment that your character becomes out of the meta or isn't good enough, now you have to go buy a new character. I have spent hundreds of dollars on this game. And yes, I am the problem because I do yeah, love don't it. Yeah, spend it on it. What? No. The, likes a whale. the issue is, is you can't play without that. It's truly, you cannot play. I didn't know this. NBA 2K and play. pay to win? I didn't yeah. know that. And so oh, here's shit. also the other issue that I want to see them resolve. The city got out of control this year, this past year. They went from the neighborhood, which I think they did a very good job at. They're trying to make a metaverse virtual reality world where you run around from court to court you can go down to the gatorade gym you can go buy a gatorade boost over at the stand you can go check out state farm pick up some some state farm insurance yeah of course they chose to elevate that and go to the city greg which i think went way too far off the rails because now it looks like a ps2 like graphic wise city that you would see in gta 3 none of the buildings look good it's too big it takes minutes to walk across the way each and every spot and it's just really bad server and desync wise that the games never felt good online and that's a big issue if you're going to make me and my friends run around in circles to find games have certain areas of this giant city that aren't even like worth checking out and then on top of that Rookieville. Don't even get me started on Rookieville, Greg, because you have to play Rookieville just to get to the city. And Rookieville is you going in alone. You can't even squat up with your team. And you have to win five to ten games with a bunch of randos that huh. all suck or all don't pass the ball. And then I'm expected to sit in Rookieville, not being able to play with my friends in the online multiplayer that you're supposed to do. And you can't get through Rookieville without praying to God that you win. The worst, Greg. The but shit? It sounds terrible. I mean, I can go off on 2K all the time. I love 2K. I think the graphics are incredible. If you play single player, it's a ton of fun. The microtransactions are very bad from my team where you buy cards and packs. Everybody knows that from FIFA and beyond. 2K multiplayer where you put in money and VC into your player is ridiculous. But I have to look at the real stuff, which is NBA uh, 2K cover athlete, Michael Jordan. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest. I love it. I'm so happy to see that. Right. That 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 is shocking to me. Like I, we we've always seen these predatory microtransactions, right? Where you're gated and bottlenecked unless you're willing to, you know, reach for your credit card. But you usually associate that kind of stuff with free to play games. This is a game you're dropping sixty, seventy, eighty dollars out of the mm-hmm. gate just to get the game, and then they want you to grind hundreds of dollars to to be competitive online. The fuck is that? It's the worst, Gary. I don't like it. Why why are they not getting more shit for this? Or why why do I not see more? about this because that's the two k nba 2k is a really high profile game i feel like we should be seeing more about this like, well i think it's one of, and mikey i would love your input on it right uh-huh. but i think it's one of those things that you know you start when you start at home about sports games gary you're talking about such niche audiences inside of mainstream uh, uh not mainstream games i'm sorry inside of the gamer culture or whatever right where i think most of our audience you know 
doesn't play NBA. Most of our audience doesn't play Madden, right? When we do those kind of let's plays or we do those kind of, if, if I was to put that as the headline on this episode of games daily, it would perform worse than other episodes because it's just not, it's, it's, you're talking to a very specific right, but, the, but the point about it's because, because the people that watch kind of funny are gaming enthusiasts who are play, like really into video games. What's to me, what is more kind of predatory and, and, and more sinister is the fact that where you see this is in games like FIFA and Madden and NBA 2K and games that are typically played by people that aren't necessarily hardcore gamers, but they'll play those sports games because, you know, they recognize those sports. You know what I mean? Like there are, there are massive, massive audience of, of, of gamers out there that don't necessarily play a ton of games, but they pick up FIFA every year. They pick up NBA 2K every year because, you know, they're into soccer, they're into basketball. And there's, that, that's why, you know, FIFA is why these games are so massively, massively successful because they go beyond the traditional gamer demographic. The fact that, that and a, you know, a lot of them are kids, right? And we've seen all kinds of, publicity and negative publicity and there's legislation sure. coming in in europe about ultimate team and loot boxes and surprise mechanics and all that bullshit we're seeing a lot of pushback there and i hope we see more of that with, with uh, now that I'm, i've been educated about this by my nba 2k and other games it's outrageous 70 80 dollar you because know, you get 60 dollars to buy the base version of the game you're looking up you're looking maybe up to like a hundred bucks to, to buy the bullshit ultimate supremo edition or whatever and a big part of that is playing online, and then they want you to grind hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to be competitive online. Fuck off! Not having it, Greg. I'm not having it. Gary's and having they, it. They got, they got Mike. Mike. Mike is ranting. When do we ever hear Mike? Well, rant yeah, about he's everything? ranting, but then he's also doing spending the yeah, money. Yeah, I'm usually five hundred dollars in every single year, so that's my bad. That's well, my bad. You are part of the problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other big one right here, Gary, is there's no competition. Right. That's what the chat is bringing up. And that's the big deal, right? Is when you look across the landscape of sports games, there's usually competition and we're seeing the cream of the crop rise and we're not seeing a lot of competition, right? FIFA, you look at that is the juggernaut that Pez uh, soccer has fallen off and it's just never been the same and can't compete, right? You look over at NFL, there is no 2K anymore to try to compete with Madden. And the same goes for 2K basketball. There's no EA, there's no. NBA basketball live or whatever they called it back in the day. That's I forget the now, but there's no competition. Yeah. And also another big one is like a lot of reviewers don't bring up the transactions and the microtransactions. I think they, they don't get into them, right? Like, yeah, they review, the like what do they do? They play through this Jordan thing. They play through a bunch of games in the office with people. You play a little bit online. Yeah. You're not necessarily going to go and into that's the ball. That's why reviews, Correct. especially at released on release day or ahead of release day, like with, when they when they gave Diablo Immortal to reviewers, all of that microtransaction shit was was switched off. So far back, and like yeah. like look at look at Diablo Immortal. That's a free to play game, but the microtransactions are so fucking straight up evil. It's only now, weeks after release, every day, like in my YouTube feed, because I clicked on a Diablo Immortal video once and like learned about how bad the microtransactions are. YouTube keeps suggesting new videos like every day. Like there's a new revelation. Oh my god, we found another level of bullshit in Diablo Immortal, another way to kind of hypnotize you into giving Activision Blizzard your money. It's, it's, I, I, think it's, I think it is arguably the most serious problem in the industry right now, and it's only getting worse, and we're just sleepwalking through it. Well, we will keep our eye on it here on Kind of Funny Games Daily, ladies and gentlemen. Just like you should keep your eye on patreon.com slash games Over there, you can do a microtransaction for Kind of Funny. <laughs> it tosses a few bucks, but you get stuff back. It's not random. Uh, you can, of course, get the show ad-free. You get it with the post-show. You can watch us record the shows like Gamescast, PS I Love You, and Xcast Live. You get the exclusive shows like Next Gen Podcast, like the Q&A podcast me and Barrett just did. That was awesome. All sorts of stuff over on patreon.com slash games But right now, yeah, it would get you the show ad-free, but you're not there, Jack. So here's a word from our sponsor. 
I love that sound. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and I know the Kind of Funny store at kindoffunny.com slash store uses Shopify to sell all our merch, including all those cool Portillo shirts you guys have been so great about supporting with. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. Shopify.com slash kfgames. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com slash kfgames. That's chime.com slash kfgames. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer. I have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. This is number four on the Roper Report. Rockstar is shelving remakes to focus on Grand Theft Auto 6. This is Zach Zawizen over at Kotaku, who writes, Following recent rumors, Kotaku can confirm via its sources that Rockstar Games is currently focused on developing Grand Theft Auto 6 and has shelved all remakes following the poor reception of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. Yesterday, a tweet from Tez, an often reliable and trusted GTA insider, caught the attention of many Rockstar fans. According to the tweet, Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto 4 remasters were no longer, quote, on the table, possibly due to the horrible mess that was last year's Grand Theft Auto trilogy remake. While some uh, question if this was true, I, this is Zach at Kotaku, can confirm that Tez's tweet is accurate and lines up with what I've been told. According to sources with knowledge of Rockstar's plans and future projects, the publisher is hoping that folks will forget all about the critically panned and botched classic GTA remasters released last year while it focuses most of its resources and energy on its next big game, Grand Theft Auto 6, which Rockstar earlier this year confirmed was in development. However, while the current plan is to get Grand Theft Auto 6 finished and out the door, I'm told a Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto 4 remaster aren't entirely out of scope and could still happen in the future after GTA 6 ships. Kotaku has contacted Rockstar Games for a comment. As to when to expect Grand Theft Auto 6, none of my sources could share any specific details, but it seems that, for now at least, it seems uh, that the plan is to move forward and hope people forget about the past. Gary Witta, does this make you cry? No Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto 4 remaster slash remake anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, there's good and bad in this, I think. Um, good, they're focusing on GTA 6, which, of course, is what we all want. I, mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've said many times, there's probably no game, other than other than Yakuza Like a Dragon 2, there is no game out there in development that I want more than GTA 6. Like, wow. I, I, I imagine many, many gamers would agree. Um and maybe it's also good that they are shelving on some of these some of these remakes stroke remasters because they have not 
been terribly successful. The, the, G, the GTA remaster that he just put up the next was was all right, but like didn't you know really uh, rock any anyone's world. And, and GTA you're right, one, though, the, the trilogy, the you know sorry the GTA Five remaster that just came out for gotcha. PlayStation Five gotcha. and Xbox Series S and X. Like those, they, they were. I, that's I, not I, even a remaster, right? That's just the. Well, I mean, they they they, 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 they they gave it a new coat of paint. They they did some yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, no, it, it definitely it wasn't is like, like it wasn't radical or anything. But you know, if you're going to play GTA Five, those are now the best versions of the game. Sure, that's the play cool, for yeah. sure. Sixty frames and better than it's. You know, that, that game for a game that is now as old as it is has aged so remarkably well. Like it still looks really, really good. It's like the Jurassic Park. You know, you can watch like Jurassic Park. It's like 25 years old now or something, almost 30 years old. Damn. Still looks incredible, right? Like if that movie came out today, you'd go, oh my God, these visual effects are amazing. And GTA Five is one of those games that like today, to look at it now, it's like, holy shit, this still looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those remakes, I mean, I I, I played those, those, um, those trilogy remakes G, what was it gta 3 nice. vice city yeah. and san andreas and it's still I've, I've talked about it many times because we covered it at, at length at the time that that whole you know shit show was was going on like it still shocks me and i think and it, and it, and it really really rattled my faith and confidence in rockstar and and take two that they let those products ship in the state that they were they were so clearly so clearly unshippable that anyone with any integrity like no, whoever whoever made the decision to ship those games should not still be in their job it was that bad and my understanding is because i haven't gone back but my understanding is that they they have now kind of righted the ship a little bit and got to the point where through multiple multiple patches most of the problems with those games at ship have now been fixed and those trilogy games are in better shape but the fact that they shipped the way that they did is inexcusable and it really like in an existential way makes me think like what the fuck is rockstar doing like who like who's running the show over there that that was allowed to happen sure i think obviously that was you know low-hanging fruit get those done make some money obviously get people uh, modernized versions of the these classic games that yeah they just weren't paying attention to and then shipped out the dumb way i'm for me this is nothing but good news because guess what i don't want to replay g old game is old as you all know i'm gonna say but gta 4 we don't need to replay i i've never had had a hankering for gta 4 it was fun. It was fun. Nico, yeah. Well, cousin, it was great. We had a good time with it. But I don't hey, it's the cousin Roman. Let's go to the strip club. Titties, titties, titties. And like, then Red Dead Redemption. Who didn't love that? Fantastic. You know, I'm never, never going to forget my cousin. Don't worry about it. Uh, a great game. But like, focus on GTA 6. Let's go. It's been too long. Focus on go. GTA 6. But like, like, okay, let me ask you this, Greg. Does the fact that Rockstar does seem to have fallen off a bit lately, they've been slipping, right? With, I mean, again, those remasters were a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. And there's any, any number of, like the Red Dead Online has has really fallen. They've, they've allowed that to become like a big shit show. There's been so much negative press coming out of Rockstar and the way they've handled their business over the past few years. Does that give you any cause for concern about GTA 6? Or do you think, no, come on, GTA 6 is the crown jewel. Like maybe some of these side projects, but they can't fuck that one up. They gotta have that. They gotta have their best people. You're talking that. about. I think there's a different conversation threads there. I'm not worried about GTA Six having technical problems. I'm worrying about GTA Six uh, buckling under the weight of expectation right. of a game that's been this long. And that, and, that's unavoidable, right? Yeah. Given how big that's GTA my concern. Was. I think technically it'll be fine. You're talking about these remakes that they farm out to somebody or remasters that they farm out to somebody. You know, come around, whatever. Like GTA Online has still been killing it. Uh, yeah, Red Dead Online, I guess, is whatever Red Dead Online's always been. 
Like, I don't think I don't think they're they actually have a issue that is worth worrying about when it comes to GTA Six. Obviously, with the Housers, you know, moving around and doing their things too. Like move, uh, Dan Houser, did they both leave or just Dan Houser? Kind of funny. Dot com slash. I think it was just, it was just Dan, right? But like, the, do you, like, like what what would you say uh, is the possibility of like a cyberpunk type situation? where a hugely, hugely anticipated game comes out, in this case, GTA 6, yeah. and it's got big, big problems. Like, I, they, 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 that, that, like, how did they ship this conversation comes around again? Surely that's unthinkable. But is it? Nothing's unthinkable anymore. Nothing is unthinkable, but I don't think this would be one of them. I just, mm. I mean, it's been gestating for so long. And even to come off of them fucking up the, the Grand Theft Auto trilogy, right? Like, they know they can't do that again. Right. We'll see, ladies and gentlemen. Right. We'll see. And Dan Hauser is the one who left Sam Siller. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, number five on the Roper Report, Lollipop Chainsaw is getting a remake officially in 2023. Uh, Yoshimi... Yasuda, a uh, lot of the pop chainsaw producer wrote, unfortunately, various factors. He had a whole post, but I'm cutting it down. Uh, various factors resulted in things making it so that fans can no longer easily play lollipop chainsaw. And it has been some time since players have not been able to access the game on current consoles. We, the original development staff on lollipop chainsaw, think the game as think of the game as very precious to us and did not want to leave it in limbo where players who want to play it cannot. As such, we purchased the Lollipop Chainsaw intellectual property uh, and have decided to develop a remake. We've already contacted Warner Brothers about development and are being supported by them in this endeavor. One thing that we have to tell fans of the original game is that even though the original staff are working on the remake, there will be elements that are different from the original. For instance, the original game had 15 licensed songs in the soundtrack, but it is unfortunately difficult for us to implement all of them this time. As a result, aside from a few licensed tracks, the soundtrack will consist of new music. Additionally, since we have access to the consoles with higher specifications, we will be taking a more realistic approach to the graphics this time. In any case, our goal is to make it easier for gamers who want to play Lollipop Chainsaw to do so. Please look forward to the game's 2023 release. A lot of people were excited about that when that leaked a little while ago. Of course, you get the, the James Gunn, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, as you know, worked on this game with Suda51. Now you're going to get a chance to see that with a more realistic art style and some different music. And I won't lie, it sounds as they talk about it like the deck stack against them, but I wish them the best. Was this a this is a game that when it first came out, and I admit, you know, I, I did judge a book by its cover. I, I I took one look at the game and thought this is probably a game for like horny twelve year olds. It looks very puerile. It's not for me, and I just kind of kept walking. Did I miss out on something? No, is it is Lollipop Chainsaw a good game? Is it a well liked game? It's a cult classic. That's what it is. I'm Metacritic right now. The PlayStation Three has a sixty seven. Uh, I remember me, I had uh, actually got to work with James Gunn in the lead up to it. No big deal. He wasn't a big deal back then. Uh, and like, that was fun. And it had like a cult vibe to it. Uh, you know, uh, Jess Negri, of course, she had won the competition to be Lollipop Chainsaw. So that kind of like launched her into a different stratosphere of cosplay. Like there was a bunch of stuff to it. I think Rosenbaum, Michael Rosenbaum is the head on her belt, her, her boyfriend or whatever. It was a fun, goofy game. And it was one of those that like I had been excited for and I got my copy and I played a little bit of and fin never finished it. Cause like, all right, cool, whatever. But like, all right, it's got a lot of personality, a lot of good art, a lot of like, it's it would be a fun time to play it again. I just wonder how much they're gonna change and what the art style will be, and if the music loses something and blah blah blah. But we'll see. We will see in twenty twenty three, ladies and gentlemen. The second look when this when this uh, remake comes out. We will. Don't hold your breath. That sounds, um, you know, twenty twenty three is not is closer than you think, and 
it sounds like there's a lot going on in there. But we'll see. I wish them well, and I want to. Uh, number six on the Rover Report, Xbox 360 games will no longer be a part of Xbox games with gold in October. This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Microsoft is planning to remove Xbox 360 games from its monthly games with gold offer in October. The software maker has started emailing Xbox Live Gold subscribers to warn them of the change, noting that the company has, quote, reached the limit of our ability to bring Xbox 360 games to the catalog, end quote. Games with Gold is a monthly benefit for subscribers of Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Microsoft handpicks each uh, free games each month, uh, and all Xbox 360 titles are playable on the latest Xbox Series X slash S consoles and Xbox One. Microsoft's Xbox Backwards Compatibility Program briefly returned with 76 new games last year, but the company made it clear it had, quote, reached the limit of our ability to bring new games to the catalog from the past due to licensing, legal, and technical constraints, end quote. Uh, that would explain why it has now reached the limit of uh, on new Xbox 360 titles on games with gold. Gary, you're the you're, you're a co-host in the Xcast. Sad, but understandable. Yeah, and ga games with gold in general is something that has kind of become a bit of an afterthought in the Game Pass era. And and I wonder if there if there will come a day when they'll just scrap it completely. Because like I I I'm an Xbox guy. I probably play more uh, more Xbox than any other console. And I'm always like checking out Game Pass and seeing what the offers are. And I, I very rarely think to check games with gold. They don't even. It feels like they don't even really like prioritize it like on their on their dashboard. Like it's never like the sure. top thing. You gotta kind of like dig down to even see what the games with gold games are. Uh, when they do the weekly this week on Xbox, the games of gold is kind of like thrown in at the end of the video kind of as an afterthought. So I wonder if there's much life left in the program as a whole. And certainly the not doing the 360 games anymore uh, is a shame because, of course, there were so many great games on the 360. I still you know, will, will die on this hill. The 360 is one of the greatest generations of any console in history. So much, such a great machine and so many great games. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's fair enough. I think Microsoft have, have done such a good job with backward compatibility and keeping some of these older generation games alive. I think, you know, until far better than Sony, until perhaps quite recently with the new PlayStation tiers, it seems like Sony's caught up quite a lot with making those older gener generation games available. That's a gap that they needed to close. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's a shame, but I think it's, it's a little bit of a blip in what otherwise has been a really, really good run, a really yeah. good track record that Microsoft has had in keeping some of those earlier generation games alive for, for, for owners of the current generation consoles. Uh, two ones to get you out of here number seven inscription has been rated for the playstation 4 in australia meaning it's probably coming to playstation soon thank you wario 64 for noting that and then number eight good news uh one of the guardians of the galaxy writers has joined the mass effect team mike gamble tweeted oh no, mike gamble of course project develop di project director at bioware uh tweets oh hey i'm really excited to let you know that mary uh tomorrow has been uh, will be joining the mass effect team as a senior narrative director you've seen her work in guardians of the galaxy and deus ex to name a few she's amazing so i gotta call someone out from the chat i just got i see a comment here gary the entire dashboard is customized customizable so if it's not listed prominently that's on you and your custom setup what a fucking stupid comment that is i don't custom like most people don't customize their desktop on 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 xbox right like it's just the default I'm not moving tiles. I'm going with what Microsoft by default wants most people to see. They prioritize the default lineup. And with the default lineup that's viewed by the vast majority of gamers, it's not prioritized. So yes, you can customize it and go, oh, games of gold is really important to me. I'm going to go put it up on the top tile. 90% of gamers are not doing that. For 90% of gamers, Microsoft's making the decision about what's important. And they're choosing to say games of gold is not that important. I, I shouldn't look at the chat. I feel like I get fucking dumber every time I look at it, Greg. I should Here, just turn it off. Let me real quick check something. 
Yeah, Scary's infallible, everybody. So that was a stupid thing to say. And I that am infallible, so you know I'm right about this. You're going to go for you on that. Uh, Gary, I can't wait to see who in the chat pisses you off next time, but next time so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the bomb and grab shops. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as brought to you. Is that right? As brought to you? Oh, no, as listed by the Kind of, kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts. I, I told you I was getting dumber. You're seeing the live effects of it right now, already actively yeah. getting more stupid. Arcade, get arcade again, and arcade again is out. Uh, Yuru Kill, the culmination games is out. I didn't have a chance, so I'm just going off of the releases.com thing. Uh, so Lasta Crown of the Magister is out. And the Last Call BBS is out. That's also going to be on uh, Xbox Game Pass, but, you know, spoilers for what I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, new dates for you. Uh, Valkyria Elysium is coming to PlayStation 5 September 29th. This is one of those things where over the weekend they had a date on the page and the date's been removed. So maybe, maybe not. And then Danny Phantom, Invader Zim, Rocco, Powder Toastman, and XJ9 battle gods in the all-new Nickelodeon Cross Smite crossover event going live July 12th. Uh, if you like that kind of stuff, that's there for you. Deals of the day. We have an Xbox Game Pass update for you. July 5th, that's today, gets Last Call, BBS on PC. Then Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2 on console, cloud, and PC. July 7th, you'll get DJ Max Respect V. Uh, that's five. Uh, console, cloud, and PC. Matchpoint Tennis Championships, console, cloud, and PC. Road 96, a game we just played on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays. You should come hang out with me and Mike. Console, cloud, and PC. Then July 14th. Escape Academy, fuck yeah, console, cloud, and PC. My Friend Peppa Pig, console, cloud, and PC. Overwhelm on PC. And Paw Patrol, the movie, Adventure City Calls on console, cloud, and PC. And then Gary, it's finally time. Power Wash Simulator, console, oh, cloud, and PC. Loving it. And I hear it's on Game Pass, too. That's that's the segment we're in, July 14th. Yeah. yeah. Very, 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 very excited. It's such a great game. I've been loving it on Steam. I'm so glad it's coming to Game Pass. I'm so glad it's coming to um, the consoles. It's such a fun time. They just added multiplayer to it. It is so chill. Like, it is such a fun... If you like house flippering games like that, where you just kind of do menial tasks and forget about the yeah. fl flaming shit show of the world around you, it's it it delivers that in spades it's so relaxing it's so satisfying to play highly recommend power wash simulator i played at sgf and i liked it a lot too but speaking of the flaming trash fire all around you uh there is an indie bundle for abortion funds this is up on itch.io itch.io of course uh, it has more than 700 items including uh garden buddies calico wide open big jacket and magic trick in light of the u.s supreme court's decision to overturn roe v wade and threaten and remove access to abortions creators from across to uh, Across, all across itch.io have contributed uh, projects to this solidarity bundle. 100% of the proceeds from this bundle will go to the National Network for Abortion Funds Collective Power Fund, which moves money directly to abortion funds across 20-plus U.S. states with a particular focus on the South and Midwest, where it is often most difficult to get access to abortions. Mm. NNAF's partnerships with these abortion funds provide direct resources and funds to many of the people most impacted uh, by Roe v. Wade uh, towards immediate action. Uh, this bundle is available for a minimum of $10 USD, uh, but if you have the means, we encourage you to donate more. Reproductive justice is an issue that affects us all. Fuck, yes it does. Itch.io, go get the indie bundle. Those itch.io itch bundles are always such great value. They always support yeah. good causes. And I can't remember what the, what the thing was last time. I think it might have been like a George Floyd, like a Black Lives Matter thing was the last one that I went in on. 
and donated two and got the bundle. But well, after after I got the bundle, I was really shocked by to, to see how much stuff you get in some of those bundles. Oh, sure. Like they really, really load them up. It, I mean, the 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 charity. The, the, I mean, the good cause of it aside, you should absolutely donate the money and support that cause. But like that aside, it's just it, it's just a remarkable value. The stuff they really overload those bundles with a ton of stuff. 100% everybody. Itch.io to go pick that up. Uh, Gary, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. We got three things here. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kebab says, it wasn't the screencast uh, background in the very beginning, Greg. It was actually in review. Thank you, Kebabs. Uh, Gabe Hewitt says, Jamie Kennedy was at the tw- 2007 Activision E3 conference. There you and go. then, Missing Link points out that we're not, I'm not Greg, I'm not actually wrong about this, but neither James Gunn nor Suda51 are involved with the Lollipop Chainsaw remake. So it doesn't contradict it, just additional info, obviously, because that's an announcement today. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of Kinda Funny Games Daily in the book. Can you believe it? I sure can't. Of course, Gary and I aren't off the clock yet. We're going to go over to patreon.com slash Games and record you a post show that you could pick up over there. However, if you wanted to keep hanging out on twitch.tv slash Games, guess what? Mike and Roger are about to stream some Splinter Cell. That's Ooh. right. Roger, huge Splinter Cell fan. He's going to go in there and show Mike what it's all about. Uh, of course, if you want to catch that later, very simple. YouTube.com slash plays our newest channel. Head on over there. Like, subscribe, share, catch all the archives of our streams. Um, tomorrow, your host will be, and this is a big one, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard of PB&J. Tomorrow's J&J, ladies and gentlemen. Janet Garcia returns from COVID to host Kind of Funny Games Daily along the one, the only, the Reverend Jared Petty. Oh, shit. What a combo. That's right. That's right. Janet and Jared ride. I think for the first time, I don't think Janet's ever hosted Games Daily with it, but Jared coming out of retirement. He's got no eyes, apparently, but he's here and he's going to do the show with her and we're very excited. Uh, Thursday, I don't know Janet had COVID either. I hope she's feeling better. Yeah, it seems like she's better from what I saw on on the online. And then Friday, it'll be Blessing and Tim. Like I said, you got stuff Splinter Cell. You can watch it later. This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy video game news you know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it later. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. Of course, if you want to go the extra mile, Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny whenever you're buying your Fortnite V-Bucks, whenever you're buying something on the Epic Game Store. It means a lot to us. For now, we have a post show to do. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>